welcome back to another edition of Billy West Live. It's really a pleasure to, to welcome Verity Gentry to Billy West Live. Uh, Verity, you're a candidate for judge in Sabine Parish. Talk about the decision to run for judge. What, what's got you interested in being judge in Sabine Parish? Yeah, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. What sure. a pleasure it is to be here with you on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. I'm glad to have you on Billy West Live, Verity. Why, why judge? Um, judge, because it's the highest public service that a lawyer can have. It's the easiest and best way to give back to your community by taking all of the life experience and legal experience that you have and then find ways to help people no matter where they are in life, people who show up in a courtroom. Well, I've known you a long time. I, I've, I've known your father a long time, too. We go way back in politics in Sabine Parish. But, you know, I've watched you in court. Um, I, I'm older than you, but I've seen you work. You're a very aggressive, uh, very committed lawyer to your client's position. And, and I've been very impressed with your career. Thank you. Well, it's nice to have you on. And, you know, Judge in Sabine Parish, Sabine Parish has had its growing pains uh, over the last 20 years, but it's gotten so much bigger than it was in the early 80s when, you know, I was doing some things in Sabine Parish. But, you know, Sabine, talk about Sabine Parish in general. The demographics have changed. So many tourists, so many retirees. And then the city of Manny has changed. But just talk a little bit about Sabine Parish. So I was born and raised in Sabine Parish. My dad owned the newspaper there, and my mom was a school teacher. Um, we very rarely went out to the lake. We lived and worked in Manny. That's where we were. I started working at a young age at a dance studio. And then when I turned 17 and went to college, I left Manny only to return back as an adult and as a lawyer. And it's interesting to be taken out of the dynamic and then be dropped back in as an adult with an adult perspective. Um, and certainly a legal one. I don't know if drugs have always been a problem there, but it's certainly a problem now. The meth addiction rate is sky high, and it affects every aspect of life for people there. For people who are addicts, certainly that controls the majority of the things that they do every single day, but it also touches the families, the parents, the grandparents, the neighbors. Um, meth is a really big problem in Manny, one that Judge Beasley worked to solve, we're just not there yet. So I look forward to taking the bench and Sabine Parish and trying to come up with solutions through um, Cato just opened a local office there and through any other options and any other alternatives that we could identify and find to help people overcome a meth addiction because it not only helps that person become a productive member of society, but also relieves their families, their children, their parents. Yeah, well, methamphetamine, we both have dealt with it in our careers for a long time. And that addiction in particular is, I, I call it crack cocaine on steroids, but it's so pervasive. The, the addiction not only really affects the addicted person, but like you say, it's the family, the societal issues, the environmental issues around the house, child custody, grandparent custody. It, it just has so many different unfortunate uh, events that come from meth addiction. Absolutely. It also affects the workforce. Lots of local businesses are having problems finding employees who are reliable, who are dependent, who show up sober because of the meth addiction too. So if we can combat that problem in court and outside of court, then I think it would help everybody and bring everyone up in the parish. You know, Judge Beasley did a lot of really good things when it came to addiction and then mental health issues. You know, he was a big advocate for trying to expand mental health uh, access for Sabine Parish residents. Knowing you like I know you, I'm sure that will be on your agenda as well to try to help people with these mental health challenges that we're all watching and deal with on television every day. Absolutely. That shares the number one priority with drug addiction. 
you know, it, it's just we have so many different challenges, but there's so many wonderful things, too, going on in North Louisiana. There, there's a lot of exciting things happening with tourism in, in Sabine Parish and obviously Natchitoches Parish, the neighboring parish. But, you know, you're, you know, you have been practicing in New Orleans. You've practiced in Shreveport. And then you've practiced in rural North Louisiana. Why don't you compare, you know, the the legal practice, say, coming from Orleans Parish, which is a nightmare. I've been down there a little bit. To Caddo Parish, which is a semi, more marginal nightmare. To maybe a little bit more laid back practice in, in rural North Louisiana. That's a good question. In New Orleans, there are 12 sections of criminal court that all go at the same time every day. Um, trials are called every day. There's a pool of hundreds of jurors every single day. Um, in Caddo, there are about three sections of court that have jury trials every once a week. And then I believe five total sections that all have court every single day. That's in addition to the civil sections, the family law sections, the sections that handle protective orders. In Sabine Parish, there's one judge who handles right. all of those cases. Um, it is a large caseload for one individual. Um, I look forward to accepting that challenge. The other thing about practicing in many jurisdictions is you see the way people do it in other places, where if I'd been born and raised in Manny, gone to law school, and then come right back and practice there, potentially I wouldn't have seen the way it's done elsewhere that may not be better than the way they're currently handling things in Sabine Parish, but provide a different alternative, which I think allows me to come in and think about things potentially a new way um, and add programs potentially or other differences that are um, that we see across the state to the court in Sabine Parish. You know, Verity, uh, not a lot of people remember this. It's been 10 or 15 years, I guess, since we, we divided DeSoto from Sabine when we had three um, divisions, but it was for two parishes. And they divided the judicial district and separated Sabine out. And DeSoto has two judges. Sabine has one. I, I've said for years, you know, Judge Beasley may have been the hardest working judge that I saw and have encountered in my practice in 34 years as a lawyer. I mean, he was a really hard working judge. But that's a hard working, you know, time intensive judicial district to cover all the things you just talked about. Absolutely. Everything that happens in that parish that needs some sort of court inter intervention came before Judge Beasley. It's huge from landlord tenant dispute to child custody, to grandparent visitation, to the entire docket of criminal cases, all of those come before Judge Beasley. Well, and then the juvenile load in, in Sabine is different than Natchitoches. Natchitoches has a city court where our city judge handles most juvenile cases that arise within Ward 1. So that takes a little bit of the pressure off our two district judges. Of course, Natchitoches is a little bit bigger than Sabine, but not a lot bigger. So juvenile issues in Sabine are an, an issue as well. How do you plan to handle this workload? Work tirelessly to do everything that needs to be done. Do the same thing that I've done in my private law practice for the past 12 years, which is to do whatever it takes to get the job done, to make sure that I'm prepared, spend hours, weekends researching, preparing, so that I come to court with the knowledge that I need to make the right decision. Well, I've observed you for 12 years as a lawyer. You're a very hardworking, very conscientious lawyer, and, and you're a very... You know, uh, committed advocate for your clients. So I want to compliment you, compliment you in that regard. Let me ask this question. As you've walked and, and gone around the Paris, I know you worked very hard with your campaign. You've gotten a lot of support 
But talk about some issues, maybe as you go around the parish and you meet Sabine Parish residents, what are they talking to you about? What what are they asking you about your your positions on the court? Just what what about the give and take with the folks in Sabine Parish? Yeah, I think that the most important thing through talking with people in the parish is they just want opportunity to be heard. Whether they win, whether they lose, it really doesn't matter to them. What matters to them is the ability to come to court to have someone just hear them out. And if they get ruled against, I think they can deal with that, knowing that they've been heard. So that is the resounding comment that I've received from people around the parish. Is like they just want a place to come and plead their case, win or lose. Sure. Now, talk about the qualifying. I mean, when is qualifying? Uh, when will qualifying close? And Right now, I'm not hearing that you have anybody else that's running for the position you're running for, but just talk a little bit about, in general, the the logistics of how we qualify and when that will end. Qualifications open on July 20th, just a few days from now. It Mm -hmm. closes on July 22nd at 4.30 when the clerk's office closes. After that point, the um, Secretary of State will certify the election results, which will happen seven days after qualifications close, and then... Should there be no opponent, I would have 30 days to take the bench. So literally in, in 30, 45 days, certainly by the end of August, potentially, you would be ready to take the bench as the judge in Sabine Parish. I would be required under the law to take the bench. <laughs> I'm still in the process of shutting down two law practices. So I, I can imagine that has uh, a, a lot of stress uh, uh, as well. But just, you know, very as you as you move into this new phase of your life, um, you know, talk a little bit about your family and, and how this, you, you've obviously made the decision to be committed to this, but talk a little bit about your family and how this will affect your personal life. Yeah. So a few years ago, I moved from New Orleans to Shreveport in an attempt to be closer to my family. My dad was 44 when I was born, my mom 40. So at this point, my dad is in his 80s and my mom is almost there. When I moved back from New Orleans to Shreveport, I want, I did that in an attempt to be closer to my sisters, to be closer to my parents. Then when I opened my law office in Manny, it became very clear that I wanted to be able to see my parents every day and to have an office there in the downtown Manny area where my parents also are. So about a year and a half ago, I moved back to Manny. I live there. I work there. I see my parents there, and it's meant the world to me. Up until a few months ago, my sister worked in my law office in Manny, and I got to see my nieces and nephew every day as well. So it's good to be back. It's good to be back with family, and to be judge in the parish where I grew up just means the world to me. Well, there's just something about rural North Louisiana. It lured me back as well, and uh, I've been really happy that I moved back after 10 or 12 years in South Louisiana myself. But, Verity, it's it's great to have you join us on Billy West Live. Best of luck. Uh, I, I know this is a stressful time for everybody when you're running for political office, but I know you've gotten good feedback in Sabine Parish. Tell me a little bit and our listeners a little bit about the feedback you're hearing from folks about your campaign. Yeah, so the feedback I've gotten is from the teachers who taught me in high school who said that they always knew I would come back and do something to help the community from friends of uh, parents of my friends who said that they're excited that I'm back, that they wish that their kids too would come back. Um, I'm really happy to be back. I'm really happy to come back and serve the community that I love so much. Well, it's great to have you on Billy West Live. Uh, best of luck over the next few weeks as we get uh, through qualifying. I know it's be a stressful time for you and your family and your supporters, but uh, we always have an open mic here with uh, Billy West Live for you to come on and we'll talk about these issues. You know, I'm passionate about 
addiction issues and dealing with uh, you know, people and families who suffer with addiction, children who are affected by addiction is a, a lot of what I do. So it's great to have you uh, on the show and, and make sure you come back soon and often we'd love to have you back on Billy West Live. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Very Gentry has been our guest on Billy West Live.